March Chicago wheat futures made fresh lows that haven't been seen since September 2021. The slide was due to a technical sell-off prompted by the Outlook Forum increasing corn and wheat production and by China's support of the Black Sea Trade Corridor. My name is Michael Wilton with the Saskatchewan Wheat Outlook for February 27th. You can find the detailed written report online at the Sask Wheat website. March Chicago soft red winter wheat futures were down 59 cents on the week, closing at $7.07 a bushel. Kansas hard red winter wheat futures were down 57 cents at $8.41 a bushel. Minneapolis hard red spring wheat futures were down 45 cents at $8.88 a bushel. In the significant purchases and cash trades, Iraq bought 240,000 tons of milling wheat from Australia. Egypt bought 240,000 tons of Russian wheat for first half of April delivery. Turkey made a direct purchase with the Russians for a half a million tons of wheat. There was no price reported, but they're expected to buy an additional 790,000 tons of wheat for March to May delivery. The U.S. weekly export sales were 339,000 tons for a season total of 619 million bushels. This is down 6% from last year. And some of the most important news that happened last week will start in Canada. The AAFC raised Canada's non-Durham wheat exports by 200,000 tons to 19.3 million tons. This is for the current marketing year. The increase in exports resulted in a respective decrease in ending stocks to 4 million tons. The decrease in beginning stocks for the upcoming season led the AAFC to decrease feed use by 200,000 tons to keep ending stocks the same as before at 4.9 million tons. Week 29 wheat exports were slower at 312,000 tons. Total exports to date are 11 million tons, with 56% of the export season complete. Canada has exported 56% of AAFC's recently raised export projection. Although exports have slowed, deliveries have remained steady, creating a buildup of visible supplies. Visible supplies tend to build into the winter before depleting in the spring shipping season. For Durham, Week 29 Durham exports were strong at 105.6 thousand tons. Year-to-date Durham exports are now 3.1 million tons, which is 115% above last year's pace. Durham exports have been unseasonably strong considering Canadian Durham exports usually hit their seasonal low in February and then pick up again in March and April when the lakes open. The strong pace of exports is helped by exporters taking advantage of the relatively cheap freight from the west coast to North Africa. There is a large amount of visible Durham supplies, which will help support the export pace in the coming weeks. North African countries are large Durham buyers, but they also produce some of their own supply. Most of the crops in North Africa were off to a poor start because of poor conditions during the planting season. A lack of moisture in southwestern Morocco prevented many of the wheat and barley fields from being planted. Some of the dry conditions in parts of Morocco were alleviated last week with heavy snow and rain. Tunisia was also dry at planting season, but recent rain has brought some relief. Weather conditions from late February to April are the most important for production in North Africa.
Durham prices in Canada were up slightly last week. If not sold, we would use this opportunity to finish sales. The seasonal trend is for prices to decrease from here until late spring. We would sell 20% of new crop at $12 a bushel. In the U.S., the USDA's Outlook Forum put U.S. wheat area at 49.5 million acres. This is 1 million acres above trade guesses and 3.8 million acres above last year, or 8% higher than last year. If realized, this would be the largest wheat area in seven years. Yield is expected to be 49.2 bushels per acre, which would be 2.8 bushels higher than last year. Ending stocks were put at 608 million bushels, a 40 million bushel increase from last year. The Outlook Forum numbers are usually used as starting points for the subsequent farmer-based USDA reports. The first one will be in May. Rain in northern and eastern Kansas and southern and eastern Nebraska helped to leave drought conditions in those regions. More will be needed. There is additional rain and snow forecast for the southern plains, which will be very beneficial. In Australia, harvest is complete in Australia and farmers are currently on holidays. In Argentina, FOB values in Argentina were pressured last week from competition with Brazilian wheat. Brazil has been exporting more volumes than Argentina as of late. In the European Union, winter wheat crops in the EU are coming out of dormancy and are in generally good condition. The lack of moisture in France is concerning, but the French Ag Ministry reported that 95% of their crop is in good to excellent condition. Crops in Germany and Poland are benefiting from rain and mild weather. The EU Commission took 400,000 tons of wheat out of their new crop wheat production estimate, now at 126 million tons. Low soil moisture reserves coming into the growing season was the reason given for the decline. In the Black Sea, the current Black Sea Grain Initiative is scheduled to expire on March 18th. We expect that it will be renewed. There was additional pressure on the wheat market on Friday, as China publicly called for its renewal. China has been relying heavily on the grain corridor to access cheap Ukrainian grain. For the coming week, there is little in the mix to support a rally in old crop wheat prices. The funds sold many of their long positions, and there is little to suggest them to buy it back in. There could be a bump in spring wheat prices, as the charts currently look oversold. If it does, we would use that as an opportunity to liquidate all remaining old crop supplies. We would not extend new crop sales as the old crop new crop inverse is large and weather rallies cannot be excluded. Until next time, my name is Michael Wilton with the Sask Wheat Market Outlook. You can find the complete mercantile report online at saskwheat.ca.